0: Hello everyone and welcome back to episode 157 of your favourite Formula One show. Knowing Wheel returns with I think what is arguably the biggest ever news we've done on the show. Jamie, would you agree?
1: Probably. It's certainly the the first time we've ever done an emergency extra podcast that wasn't planned.
0: We did do one for Seb. Did we? When he announced his retirement, yeah, we hopped on for Seb's. I don't remember that.
1: Yes, it's definitely bigger than that, though.
0: So. This is bigger than that, definitely. Definitely. I mean, if, you, if you've if you been living under a rock, yeah. We, we don't normally do a Friday show unless it's like a Grand Prix preview. Um, but but today is something a little bit different. We're here to discuss the all-new Haas. No, we're not. <laughs> uh, that hasn't been revealed yet at the time of us recording this. Of course, today we are discussing the bombshell move of Lewis Hamilton to Ferrari. But before we get into that, please do remember, if you are new, make sure you get yourself subscribed. Uh, We've made a promise that when we reach 10k subs on the Knowing Wheel channel, uh, we will do a tour of all 10 of the Formula 1 factories based in Europe uh, in trying to get to all of them inside 24 hours. So, maybe we'll be going to see Lewis Hamilton's current employer first, or maybe we'll be starting our trial at his new employer, if we do it next year, Jamie, start <laughs> down in Marinello.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're uh, excited for that. So get subs- subscribed and cost us a lot of money. That would be great. <laughs> so, yes, obviously Hamilton to Ferrari. It's about twenty-four hours as we record this since the news dropped. Uh, it was yeah drawn out quite long until we believed it for real. Or certainly for me, there was there was too much smoke without fire for a bit. But Will yeah. Buxton, who's obviously got a in, in a, inner information from being part of the paddock quite a lot, uh, tweeted on Wednesday night that there would be some news by the end of the week that would rock the world. And uh, one of the us two thought it would be Hamilton signing a new contract with Mercedes. <laughs> I, hang on a
0: minute. I said Hamilton's signing a new contract. I never stipulated with Mercedes. <laughs> so
1: um, there we go. It's it's happened. It took most of the day to get it to the point of the teams, the team's announcing it. But uh, yeah, it has happened for 2025, which is a weird situation for this year with, well, obviously kind of what we had in 2020 with Seb uh, got all those, those changes back then with the McLaren. With Sainz going to Ferrari in the first place, actually. But this time you got Hamilton to Ferrari, racing a year with Mercedes, his final year after 10, after 11 even. 12 seasons, yeah. 12, yeah, isn't it? Uh, and obviously Sainz, who had a very strong second half of the season with Ferrari, the only non-Red Bull race winner, uh, kind of being collateral damage, which feels a bit unfair. I do quite like Carlos Sainz despite what I was saying on Monday about him. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't think he deserves to lose his seat, but I just think that's the way it goes when you've got Lewis Hamilton as an option.
0: Well, I think, yeah, obviously, you know, the undeniable, I don't think anyone within their right mind, unless they've got Spanish flags and a FA14 tattoo on their back, would ever argue that Hamilton isn't better than Carlos (laughs) Sainz. Like, he's the better option for any Formula One team, sensibly. Um, but honestly, from kind obviously, you never really know exactly how things have gone down, do we? We only find out some of the narratives and this, that, and the other. All the talks were suggesting that Scents was really not happy being Leclerc's number two at Ferrari. You know, he wanted a new contract that stipulated that wouldn't be the case. You know, he wanted mm. to be on similar money to Leclerc and all this, that, and the other. And the problem is, at the end of the day. Unless you're a driver that's on a similar level to Charles Leclerc, why on earth would you get paid similar money to Charles Leclerc? And although, yes, Sainz has, over his time at Ferrari, probably been a more consistent driver than Charles Leclerc across the board. Obviously, beat him in 2021, almost beat him in 2023, had Ferrari not completely forgot about him in that (laughs) final race in Abu Dhabi. He's not as good a driver as Charles Leclerc, though, is he still?
1: No, no, Leclerc's got higher highs, but probably also lower lows. Um, like, yeah, science yeah. will just give you a 7 or 8 out of 10 every every race with the occasional 5. Leclerc will give you 10s followed by 2s occasionally. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: looks at Le Castellet 2022.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or Australia this year, where he just drove himself off the road at turn 1, at turn 3, sorry. Um, yeah, it's, I think it makes a lot of sense for all all parties other than obviously Carlos Sainz who's very unfortunate but he'll have a soft landing I think but as the resident Hamilton fan what what are your initial thoughts
0: oh man (laughs) don't even like the last 24 hours have it's just felt so weird like the idea that Hamilton you know he's been part of the Mercedes family since before either of us were born He he? he joined them in 1990... Well, no, he's been part of the Merck family since 1998. Oh, wow. Like, you know, that's why he got the gig at McLaren in the first place and things like that. He was a Mercedes junior alongside Rosberg throughout their time in junior formula. And I think, you know, the idea that we'd... You know, every couple of years, we kind of have this, oh, will Hamilton go to Ferrari? (laughs) Hamilton's been in talks with Ferrari. From what we've kind of found out now, apparently the most serious talks are at the end of 19... Uh, and into 2020. And so it looked like they might have been trying to replace Seb with Lewis. Wow. Um but I'm sure he took one look at that W11 and was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm having that, thank you. Yeah. Um so he decided to stay there for a few more years, but the idea that he's kind of le- I the idea that he's leaving that nest, I think is quite odd. But on the other hand, whether he wins or whether he doesn't with Ferrari, I don't see Much of a way that this ends up too badly. He's not at a point in his career where his reputation could be tarnished. Mm. I don't see Lewis, you know, he's not going to do a Seb where then he has to go to a midfield team for a couple of years. He will retire from Ferrari. I'll say this now, and he'll end up doing like a one year deal at McLaren or something, going back to square one to finish his career. (laughs) Um, But it just you know it's that idea of course that you know McLaren to Mercedes was obviously a big gamble at the time but we could kind of understand it afterwards and of course obviously paid off so well <laughs> Mercedes to Ferrari though is a very very different kettle of fish isn't it however you know it's Ferrari at the end of the day it's mm. the most successful driver in terms of raw statistics in formula 1 going to the most successful team you in know in terms of raw statistics in terms of raw statistics. Not value for money. <laughs> no, no, of course not. But I. You know, th- this will absolutely be one of those things, isn't it? That five, ten years down the line, people will be going, Where were you when Hamilton announced he was joining Ferrari? <laughs> Do I think he'll win world championships? No. Do I think he'll win a race or two? God, I hope so. Because that will. <laughs> I mean, you've got to admit, that will break. Formula One and potentially, you know, that was that's up there in the same kind of level as Messi winning the World Cup, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Well, if he won a World Championship, absolutely. Oh he, yeah. He would have to be the goat, probably. Uh, I don't think you could argue against it. It anymore. would be very difficult if he ended the the near thirty year run without a championship for Ferrari. Um, yeah, I thirty. 2000 oh 20 yeah nice, nice. <laughs> I was gonna uh, say 2007 <laughs> was not 30 I years ago I that I was alive <laughs> and i only 23 so <laughs> um, yeah I I think for Hamilton you kind of think why not because you think
0: oh absolutely
1: this year probably Red Bull we've said that for about six months since now. last year yeah uh, like Mercedes and Ferrari the last few years have kind of been almost equal in like car performance trajectory, they certainly have, but like neither of them are making massive steps towards the Red Bull. And second you...
0: half of this year Ferrari did. Leclerc yeah, they took were... three yeah. poles in the last five races. He was and... also on
1: the front row, six in a row, wasn't he, at the end?
0: Yeah, and I, I think we also forget as well, and I wonder if this was a big thing for Lewis. Leclerc should have won Vegas. No, like, it was just the safety car that saved Max.
1: <sighs> yeah, it's true. But then he shouldn't have won it on pure pace, because obviously Max had the issue. At, well, uh, took him, took well his off. own issue, yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, I just love how this is now the narrative that Ferrari were on the upwards trajectory two weeks after you predicted them fifth place in the championship. Oh,
0: absolutely, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally two weeks ago, I said Ferrari will fluff it up. They'll finish behind Aston Martin in 2024. But, but Lewis isn't racing for Ferrari in 2024. Yeah, they can do what they like. So I'm not too worried <laughs> yet.
1: Um, Yeah, I think it makes sense for both. I think you... Like, the chances of winning a championship at Mercedes or Ferrari, like, either of them are fairly low, while Verstappen and Red Bull in the current regs are still going. So it's almost like, why not? He's only got maybe three or four years left in the sport. He's obviously never driven for Ferrari. And as Sebastian Vettel once said, everybody's a Ferrari fan. Even if they are not, they are. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, I tell you what I want to know. Because you can guarantee that severs has text Lewis and I Ooh. would love to know exactly what that message says whether it's literally two words and it says four's good luck oh. <laughs> yeah all fours of Ferrari yeah something like that I think Sev will love it he loves that team still oh absolutely I think you know it would not surprise me if this is how we see Seb back at a couple of Grand Prix next year going full Lewis fanboy mode or something like that <laughs> It just is, it's such just a weird idea, isn't it? Because it's been one of those things that like has been spoken about for so long. You know, this idea, that this insane idea that Lewis could go to Ferrari at Well, we've point. tried to
1: clickbait it at least once a year. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now we but don't we're, have we're, to. It's now clear. we're right,
0: exactly. It's <laughs> uh, just... It, it conjures up so many different emotions doesn't it yeah. will it go well will it be a failure is it going to be the way hamilton deserves to end one of if not the most illustrious career ever in formula 1 who gets to name a car in 10 years <laughs> time the hamilton will it be mclaren will it be mercedes or will it be ferrari we just don't know uh
1: yeah i i i worry like this is like the worst case scenario for lewis if it plays out he goes to ferrari gets trounced by Leclerc and just leaves and then it's kind of what was the point of that that's like when Schumacher came back but I guess if you get the highs if he gets a win or like a podium in Schumacher's case wasn't it against Rosberg then you'll probably take it for the narrative
0: (laughs) I think as well you know he's slightly different Hamilton hasn't spent three years at the sport And I think 2023 was a big year of proving that 2022 was the outlier, was kind of the hangover from the disappointment of 2021, as we've said so many times before. I I saw someone tweet about this yesterday. It would not surprise me if Leclerc goes in a 24 race, let's say it's 24 race season in 2025. It wouldn't surprise me if Leclerc went 14 to 10, 15 to nine in qualifying. But it also wouldn't surprise me if Hamilton put, Fifty, sixty, seventy points on him over the course of a season.
1: Mm, but another, yeah, like Hamilton's going to be forty by the time he starts racing for Ferrari. Yeah. Which ugh, I feel like I'd be if I was Leclerc, I'd be excited because I feel like it's it's almost like a win win.
0: Well, you say that. Let's not forget how much everyone's been banging on about Fernando Alonso now. Sport, yeah, true. I think the I think the fitness regiment in Formula One for the really elite drivers, means that your operating window now is fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think... Cause say, unless Leclerc gets destroyed, which I don't think will happen, like, if he loses marginally, it's like, fair enough, it's Lewis Hamilton. If he beats Hamilton, obviously, his stock's through the roof. So I think Leclerc has got a quite a good deal out of this, going against Hamilton in 25. The,
0: yeah, the weird thing I think about it as well is... I can see them working really well as teammates.
1: I think they, maybe un- this is healthy unless they have a, a winning car. Then at which point they'll stop working well.
0: Oh, yeah. There's every possibility that like, if they've got like a dominant car and it's quite clearly just a dogfight between the two of them. But I can really see kind of Hamilton just not necessarily being in awe of Leclerc's won that pace, but having a huge appreciation for it. But I can really also see him kind of steering Leclerc in the right direction of, you know, eliminating those errors. Getting the tire you know, under control. The, getting the tire under But that's been more the Ferrari car still as well. Um, but also just kind of refining him and refining the team around him. I wonder if there's even just a tiny element of... I know full well you are the driver on this grid that is capable of beating Max Verstappen. (laughs) And I want to make sure that when I'm gone, that you're going to do that.
1: That somebody is here to stop Verstappen winning eight.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Well, I I wonder as well if there's just a tiny element, because I know we've spoke about it before, and we've kind of always said, haven't we, Max Verstappen talks too much about not caring about records (laughs) to actually make you believe that he doesn't care about records. Yeah. Like, the idea of, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, but I don't care about this or that, going, you know full well you do, sir. Like, no one has this kind of drive if they don't. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if there's an element from Lewis of going, well, let's just say, even if I don't win at Ferrari, or if I only win a couple of Grand Prix, or something like that, then when Max Verstappen's, you know, trying to wind down his career in a few years' time, if he wants to retire early, Lewis goes well, I raced a Ferrari, mate. Or the journalists go, well, Lewis raced a Ferrari, (laughs) mate. Go on, show us what you're made of.
1: Yeah, and it's the case of, like, obviously Hamilton won't be around forever. Uh, He's trying to make another driver on the grid good enough to go against Verstappen. And I feel like Leclerc needs needs a bit of support in that at the minute, clearly from 2022.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't think either as well, you know, I don't think Lewis and George didn't get on but you never quite got the sense that they, they were, were just a bit cold close. Together, they? they just have two very different personalities. Mm. <clears throat> he kind of like Lewis is a PR just dream by not trying to be a PR dream. Yeah. And George was not really he wasn't bad for PR, but he was kind of like just he kind of felt too fake, too forced a lot, doesn't it? Which is upsetting with George. Mm. Because you, you kind of always get the sense that he knows what to say, but you just can't say it the right way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and he's massively, like, British. So the rest of the world doesn't like him very much because of the, some of the stuff he comes out with in sarcastic terms that no one else really gets. So <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, talking about Mercedes, what, what do they do now? Because is well, George is Russell question. good enough to lead that team?
0: I think you're going to have to... I mean, who else do you go to? Who in the sport at the moment, sensibly can you get, that can lead a team comfortably better than George? You've really got, in my eyes, Fernando three Alonso. options. The Fernando Alonso was not one of my three options. You <laughs> cannot build a future team around someone that has... Sensibly, He's
1: self-destructed got... about three of them.
0: <laughs> exactly, it would be suicide for Mercedes. Nor do I think they're genuinely interested in and I want so either. Oh, that would be great, though, wouldn't um, it? I would love it. I think sensibly, if you don't believe George is a driver, you can build a team around in the future. You've either got the option of Verstappen or Leclerc, and or both Norris. of them are on long t- But I wouldn't say Norris is going to be that much better than George. I think... in a way that Leclerc or not, uh, or Leclerc or Verstappen, sorry, has the possibility yeah. to be.
1: I, I would I think Norris has a higher ceiling than Russell.
0: Oh yeah, I'm not arguing against but that. Not you like, know,
1: the way he, it's not a huge difference no. No.
0: The way Norris was kind of able to keep you know, he was kind of for so many years it was like oh George is the better driver than Lando, through obviously all their junior formula because he's 3
1: years older. He was always well, exactly. a step ahead. George wasn't.
0: had that much more experience <laughs> than Lando. The fact Lando was able to keep him as close as he was, I think kind of shows how good Lando is. Yeah. Um but yeah. I mean,
1: I tell you my favorite pick if I was Mercedes, and it's not even bait, uh, I I think they should try their hardest to get Oscar Piastri.
0: I can see it.
1: Because you've got these two McLaren drivers. They're the only team, actually, with both drivers. I know Ferrari, obviously, now. One of two teams well, with both drivers year, yeah. locked in for 25. Yeah. Um, And the way that dynamic went between Norris and Piastri, I don't see how both of them can stay as teammates for more than two or three years. Because Piastri's on an upward trajectory, Norris is obviously is as well, but less upward now that he's five or six years. Wait, into he's reaching kind of the peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Piastri, at some point, is going to keep getting closer and closer to the point of them being very equal. You'd think. So, we've seen that Norris doesn't doesn't particularly like losing to Oscar Piastri, as most drivers would not like losing to their teammate. I don't think either driver will they'll get to the point where they don't want to be equals and Piastri will stop taking team orders and he might start beating Norris at that point. McLaren have got a problem. And if either of those drivers want to make a move, this seems like a great opportunity. And I think obviously Norris has just locked himself into McLaren for a long time. Piastri's contract is probably multi-year or something daft, isn't it? But it probably ends in the end of 25 for now.
0: I believe he's to the 26. I might be wrong, but I thought he signed a three-year deal.
1: It could have been a 2 plus 1 or something like that. But yeah. even so, I think that's a great shout. Obviously, Piastri's got a stellar junior career. Had a very, very good rookie season.
0: Well, a very similar junior career to George Russell, really, wasn't it?
1: But he was younger the whole way through, which I think makes it more impressive.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, this kind of just is the whole question, though, isn't it, of is George going to be the number one driver in that team? Yeah. Do, do Does Mercedes believe that George Russell will be the driver that can take them to world championships and things like that? At the moment, 2022, I think a lot of people believed yes. Yeah. 2023 really then did kind of maybe reel back in expectations, didn't it? Of George, don't get me wrong, he's not a bad driver by any stretch. But has he kind of got exactly what it takes? And I think this year Mm. will be very, very difficult. Because, of course, the other big problem Mercedes have got here, you know, surely you've got to be looking at what Antonelli is going to be doing in Formula 2. Yeah, totally. But (laughs) that being said, with how many contracts are coming to an end at the end of this year, how many teams are going to be desperate to try and get the signings they want on the board do Mercedes then find themselves in a situation where let's say towards the end of next year the fight is intense in Formula 2 and Antonelli then, because he hasn't done a Formula 3 campaign doesn't get the super license points he needs
1: yeah exactly, I I think this conversation for me there's zero possibility that Antonelli drives Mercedes in 2025 (laughs) personally I just think he's 17 he's going to be 18 by the end of the F2 campaign yeah. Even if he wins it, I think that's too big a gamble for Mercedes. Like, and to be, to be honest, the way F2, like the drivers in F2, I feel like there's a possibility. I think Antonelli would be top six, top seven, easily. But I struggle to see him winning it when he's got such
0: little experience
1: in single-seaters compared to some of the other
0: drivers there. Yeah, but you've said that about an Oscar Piastri. I think what you've got to remember as well is there are just those few drivers you yeah. kind of maybe get a couple of seasons where you don't get any, and then, then a couple of seasons yeah. where you get one or two that can just get into a new car and find the limit. But
1: I feel like Oli Behrman, Teo Porcher, I feel like he'll be more like Teo Teo Porcher's not there. I know he's not there. I know. he's But like okay. when they were debuting, people were saying similar about them, and even Dennis Hauger to some extent. Some drivers just get into F2 and then just kind of take a bit longer than you'd expect. Because Teo's been there three years. Um, yeah, but he finished Behrman, top five every season He did, and I'm, I think that's similar to what Antelli will do, I think he'll be decent but I don't see him dominating or winning it like Piastri or Russell did So, for I, me I think there's, for me there's also no, a little bit yeah. There's no chance he drives Mercedes in 25 they need I a think stop there's cap. a little bit of they need, circumstance They need somebody to go in Somebody do to go in for two years, one or two years
0: or, or do you just allow Russell to be your big number one? and well, just build Antonelli up alongside
1: Yeah, have Russell as your number one, but I just think a Russell and Esteban Ocon or Daniel Ricciardo makes a lot more sense for two years than
0: well, Russell and Antonelli. Yeah. Let's discuss then Mercedes options within Formula 1 for a moment. Okay, Science, Could we see him just doing a straight swap with Lewis Hamilton?
1: I could, yeah. I think Science will have a similar issue to what he found at Ferrari though, where They'll try and make him into a number two.
0: Is uh, that such well? He, but has he got more potential to showcase himself as a number one? Probably in that team.
1: Yeah, I do think Russell. so. Yeah, I think the murmurings of Audi have taken science out of the conversation for me. But it it would make sense. But I just think there's been so much talk about him going to Audi in 26 or 25, that that's probably what will end up happening. But I think science is a solid, very solid driver.
0: So um, if he goes to stake then for next year, who gets booted?
1: I think both of them, probably.
0: <laughs> do you think they'll do a full reset one year before new regs?
1: I think... Or do Teo, you want Teo two, two experienced drivers? Yeah, it's a good that, shout, actually. Has to be in that car in 25,
0: surely. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shout, actually. So you reckon Bottas and Joe will be gone?
1: they be gone from Salva. I don't know if they'll be gone from the sport, but it'll be... Well, this is what I was going to yeah. say. <laughs>
0: Do we see Bottas going back to Merck?
1: No. <laughs> Not with Russell, anyway. <laughs> no?
0: no? Not even just as a number two? Well, just what's Bottas at? And...
1: He'll be 36? Yeah. For me, this Bottas will be gone from the sport if he leaves Sauber. I don't see... Unless he goes like to a Williams or something.
0: You're making it very, very clear that you think Joe is going to stay. Where, well, where do you think Joe I goes think, in all of this? I
1: think Joe has the the China backing on his side and that no, could... but he
0: doesn't know anymore the Chinese economy yeah, falling I apart
1: I think he could end up to I've said this for a long time he could go to Williams
0: but why Williams aren't interested in a pay driver than, anymore
1: he's better than Logan Sargent.
0: <laughs> yeah but Williams aren't interested in the pay driver <laughs> well team. you just said he's
1: not a pay driver is he yeah but,
0: yeah, but you just <laughs> try to argue, yeah but that's the problem that's why he's not gonna get a seat is he isn't a pay driver I think it's
1: maybe less so now they've got the Chinese Grand Prix on the calendar I think it was very much in F1's interest to keep Joe on the grid until they race in Shanghai again
0: (laughs) oh yeah they need him on there once Um, don't they
1: but maybe now that that will happen it looks like this year maybe they don't need him around anymore which would be a shame but I hope he doesn't go but he's not exactly lit the grid on fire so just like he did in Formula 2 three years would be fair for a career for Joe I think
0: yeah, he's kind of one of those. Well, it's the same amount of time Latifi got to spend in the sport, isn't it? And
1: uh, the likes of Jimenez, Ericsson, those kind of drivers.
0: Yeah, yeah. Ericsson, yeah, he was three or four. One, yeah. Um, oh, the options then. Ocon, For Mercedes. I hate that. I don't. Well, want Ocon I don't there. want to see Ocon there. <laughs> I don't think Mert won him there.
1: I worry that he makes a lot of sense because no, Merck got rid of him. He's an old Mercedes Junior.
0: You, you, but you know full well he'll have already like message Toto and Toto would have deleted his contact but he'll <laughs> recognise that number ends in like 328 or something and knows it'll be Esteban and I, just like yeah, yeah I'm going to leave that on red I
1: don't want Archon there to be honest at all no no. Uh Danny Rick
0: no I don't he's, think he's um, Red Bull want him at, apparently Red Bull just want him at AlphaTauri now to make that team work or Carb or whatever it's going to be called RB. he's just going to be there for the rest of his career
1: that's a shame for him. Uh, who else? Uh, I've got one. I've you. got I've got one, but you're going to tell me off. Go on, no go on, go on. Uh, Nico Hulkenberg for two years. Oh,
0: behave, <laughs> get off it. Why, not? why again? Why do they want someone so old?
1: Because they I, they want a stopgap for Antonelli. Hulk would give you a year Just or two. Bring
0: in Antonelli
1: though. No, he needs to learn out the spotlight a bit first.
0: I've got another German for you, Sebastian Vettel. No, okay. not the one I was going to say, because like <laughs> the idea that Seb could come back and join Merck, I think, is ridiculous. That'd be jokes. German, reigning Formula E champion. Who won F8 this year? I should probably know that. Nick Heidfeld. Race, no. <laughs> no. Nick Heidfeld. <laughs> <laughs> just casually in his early 50s, just shows up.
1: Yeah, why not? Nick Rosberg?
0: No. Come on.
1: I, a German. <laughs> oh, Pascal.
0: Pascal Verlein. He's yeah. cooking. He's cooking elsewhere at the moment. And he was a, obviously a Mercedes junior. Manor. He was a Mercedes junior. Ten Four years points ago, for Manor. Really. Scored points for Sauber.
1: That'd be a long time coming, He was like, everyone wanted him to replace Rosberg in 2017, but... Yeah. 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 I massively enjoyed... I don't know if... I read an article, it was a Benson article on the BBC, Uh said something along the lines of Mercedes are less in trouble than they were in 2016 due to the plethora of options there are now which I just thought was mega shade at the grid at
0: 2016 <laughs> yeah there were a lot of pretty stinky drivers on but, the like, grid weren't there
1: the big conversation back then was like Bottas or Verline or Ricardo, I think it was but like or that's, that's not that different to what it is now to be honest so
0: um, I think you've got a few more proven drivers
1: but all the drivers they're considering him, are all midfield means. drivers, really. So,
0: yeah, but it's because the top six are pretty well all locked in. in yeah, aren't
1: they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you if had, had to put money on it, yeah.
0: Oh, I've oh, no, okay. If I had who to do put you want,
1: and it, who do you think? There you go.
0: If if I had the choice, if it was me making the call, I'd be looking at Antonelli closely this year, and I'd be putting Pascal on a really kind of cheap. If Antonelli doesn't get in, you get one year to prove yourself.
1: Fair.
0: I know I, full yeah. well you're going to say Nico Hulkenberg.
1: No, I'm not, because I do think that's not going to happen, uh, sadly. Uh, if I was picking like somebody Too who fair. I want to be there...
0: Yeah, we, we did say that Lewis would never go to Ferrari. That's probably not going to happen. And look where we are now. <laughs> I, do, I do genuinely, if I
1: took my bias out of the equation, a two-year deal on mega cheap, he'll do an all right job. I don't, I don't see why it doesn't make sense.
0: Uh, but What I, do... I hate as well is because of Hamilton now, you're absolutely right. It doesn't make <laughs> sense, but it might well happen. It's
1: true. Get Hulk in the Mercedes. It almost happened in 2013. It almost happened in 2017 if you hadn't signed for Renault. Here we go. Uh, no, I think I would like Oscar Piastri. That would be a mega move, but I think it'd be great. Uh, I think it'll be... I, I worry that it'll be esteban Archon, to be honest. Oh,
0: no, don't do it. Don't. Oh, I I'd rather have got Pierre in.
1: I'd rather... I like Gasly to Mercedes, but I just think... Gasly's got a longer contract at Alpine. Uh, yeah. Arcon's got the Mercedes ties. I think science would be good. I'm, I'm not too bothered, really. Hulk, number one. Alonso, number two. Neither will happen, but there we go. <laughs> Piastri, me. number three.
0: Well, unfortunately... If we move on, there's uh, sadly two less seats in Formula 1 than there could have been for 2025, Indeed. isn't there? Indeed. Other big news that got dropped pretty much as the... No, it was the day after day the before. podcast release, was Oh, it? yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, Andressi aren't coming. That's a shame. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's kind of been whispered and murmured for quite a while now. But I don't know if you saw the James Vowles interview I can't it was a night race maybe it was Vegas I can't remember uh, where basically a new team coming in splits the Concord Agreement in more divisions so it goes from being divided by 10 to 11 so that's less yep. money for the FIA to get so uh, no it's the less money for the less FIA money to for the, each team. for the teams yeah, yeah. so yeah. if Andretti comes in for the teams to agree it's got to add I don't know say there's 50 mil you split that in Uh, split that in 10 it's 5 mil each split that in 11 it's what like 4.1 or something Um, 4.1? that's not right is it (laughs)
0: 4.545454 recurring
1: yeah there you go so you can tell he used to be a banker Uh, (laughs) like for Andretti to be given the green light from the teams they've got to add 500,000 pounds or dollars probably each in this hypothetical to each other team which clearly Let's, the teams don't think they would do.
0: You, but I think you, there's also a big, big point that you're missing there. Okay. So, obviously, the prize pool overall... Obviously, you just said 50 million there, obviously, is way under. Yeah. It's allegedly around 1.1 1. 1 billion.
1: Okay, right. So year. you're talking mills that Andressing to add to each team instead of K's.
0: Yeah, but you're ignoring a very very important factor there. <laughs> let's let's call it 1 billion dollars at simplicity because that's a much closer number to what it actually is. Yeah. How much do you think Formula 1 is worth at this time?
1: An awful lot more than that, that's for sure.
0: 18 billion dollars. Yeah. It's gone up by 4x since Liberty took over. $18 billion. If you think Andretti, especially in the first couple of years because of course they'd have to give them $600 million immediately, which they yep. said they'd do that ups you to nearly $19 billion you know, they bring in extra you know, they would bring in support from the US, they would they do would. all this that and the other it's quite clear that all the teams are running to the FAA, with maybe the exception of Alpine, because they were going to be able to sell them some engines, going, no, we don't want it. I don't think it's the prize money that's the problem. I think that's a fantastic excuse. I think it's the fact (laughs) they're scared. Let me just get up a stat for you, Jamie. Between Andretti and Cadillac, what they won in 2023. So, of course, teams have said they don't believe Andretti would be competitive in Formula One. They don't believe they've got what it takes, potentially. They can't guarantee they'll be a competitive yeah. in Formula One. In 2023, Andretti and General Motors won the Indy 500, <laughs> the Formula E Drivers' World Championship. They got a podium in GTP at Le Mans. They won Le Mans in GT3. They won the Daytona 500. They won the Imsa Championship. They won the Bathurst 1000. They won the World Endurance <laughs> GTE Championship. There is so much that they won last yeah. year that a Formula 1 team can only dream of. And they did that in one year alone. If you think for a second Andretti wouldn't be competitive, you are an apocalyptic moron.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah, it, there's definitely an element where it adds competition. It is fear by so the if, team. So if, if you can stop them entering, then it's in your own team's interest to be have less competition. But it's a shame because all the teams kind of say they want what's good for the sport. Certainly, the media-facing people do. And then, as soon as they have an opportunity to make it, like to improve the sport, they don't take it. So it's a shame. They haven't they haven't killed it totally because they said about twenty twenty eight, didn't they? But it's
0: just stringing yeah. them on, though, isn't it? At this yeah. point, but I mean, Formula One have said you know they only are really interested if they were going to bring General Motors, obviously via Cadillac, in as well. You look, we're going to have Mercedes power, Audi power, Renault power, Red Bull Ford power, Ferrari power. Do we need six different power unit suppliers?
1: <laughs> Five's probably enough for 11, like For 11 <laughs> teams? 11, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I he think... It
0: just... He's, I mean, it's so obvious, isn't it, that the teams are running away from a fight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think from a business perspective and a competition perspective, you're going to... Like, I don't, I don't blame the teams. Oh, no. because But
0: Formula One should, on the other hand, be going, hang on a minute, you lot don't get the say on this. Yeah. This team is massive. If you think you're scared from a fight, you know, and whether there should be some guarantee from Formula One saying, well, we'll up the prize pool by 10%. I guess know, this the... is
1: what was, as stupid as it was, you know, the heritage bonus that they used to give.
0: Well, they for... still do to Ferrari. Well, Ferrari get huge one, Williams get a smaller one.
1: Yeah, but back in the day before they changed it, every every team who was there for at least ten years got the same flat rate. So everyone for a stage apart from Haas got the same rate. Yes, and that's kind of like a probation period where if a team wants to come in, they're basically going to have less of the prize pool for ten years. So it yeah. makes it it almost makes them want to. They've got to stay for for a long time. Well, you've got to gotta, you've got to finish
0: higher in the championship to earn as much yeah. money as say a Williams that's finishing tenth.
1: Yeah. So, I as stupid as it was that that the Ferrari bonus or whatever they used to call it was crazy, like that that kind of probation period where a team has to be serious to stay. I think that would be quite a good idea again. But yeah. But we'll it's see. still.
0: It technically exists, doesn't it? It's I'd kind of—it's it's just obviously—it's just a mute point at the moment. And I think it was only three years, wasn't it? It was based on your average finishing position over the last three seasons. You would uh, get a yeah. slight variation in the money, wasn't it? You know, and I, the thing is as well with that, Andretti are willing to front six hundred million just to get in.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's They're... not a
0: problem. They aren't a team <laughs> that's going to go bankrupt out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, I do think it's a massive shame. Uh, and hopefully they they get in eventually, or they just buy Has to be honest.
0: Well, Gene Haas is adamant you don't want to sell still, isn't he? And I think this is the problem, isn't it? Is obviously every team has gone. Well, our value's gone up by four times yeah. in the last five years. And you're not going to help it. Yeah, that's anymore. not that's not through your hard work. That's through the sport absolutely blowing up in popularity. Yeah, yeah. It I just don't know. yeah, it, it staggers me that I mean the FIA have already said haven't they that they. Gonna be holding strong talks with Formula One management now. Kind of going, yeah. what on earth are you doing? Yeah, yeah You yeah. know, we've said this team is fine. You can't then turn around and go, well, well, we don't think this team is fine. <laughs> it just yeah. is. The yeah. schoolboys yeah. in the it's... playground basically crying. Exactly. <laughs> and I mean, we, we've kind of spoke about it recently, haven't we? That Liberty Media, obviously, we spoke such high praises of them throughout the first few years of their time taking over the sport. Now we're getting a few too many street tracks. Now we're potentially getting a few too many races in the US. (laughs) Are problems starting to emerge? Eh, we'll wait and see. Bring back Bernie. I think it's still maybe no chance. (laughs) Bernie would ruin the sport.
1: (laughs) Bernie let in three teams with no reason at all. No money,
0: exactly. (laughs) But it was also the idea that teams can't have social media and that kind of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, However, (laughs) literally this morning, before we launched the podcast... Uh, It was confirmed that Suzuka was getting a new five-year deal, which is fantastic news, isn't it? One of my favourite circuits. that that was going to go to a street track.
1: One of my favourite circuits on the calendar. I would still love
0: Fuji. No, Suzuka's better than Fuji. For racing, really? Well, all it Suzuka's an iconic track, but let's be fair, it doesn't really deliver many good races. Yeah, but
1: it's just the vibe, isn't it? You get up nice and early. You, oh yeah, but you get that term, at Fuji. Yeah, you do. The Rundown's turn one's always fun, similar to Fuji, <laughs> and like just seeing the cars go through Sector One there is what phenomenal. Yeah. and you got the what hairpin. I, Who doesn't love a Kobayashi send into the hairpin?
0: Exactly, but you get like four of those at Fuji. Well, what Hamilton I would love to see
1: them do away eight at uh, Fuji, didn't
0: he? exactly. What I want to see him do is do Fuji and Suzuka on back-to-back weekends.
1: There's not enough Japanese interest to have two races is there
0: would you say that Suzuka pretty much still always sells out do you not see how many fans were there in the last couple of years when it's been absolutely poor event? yeah
1: true true. I don't think uh, I don't think F1 would do that to be perfectly honest
0: I would quite happily Japan deserves two Grand Prix yeah
1: I love it and the fans are great the Japanese fans are some of the best in the world So, just to sound like Lewis Hamilton briefly but there we go
0: He's another. not speaking Italian, mate. You don't sound like him. Yeah,
1: true. Forza Ferrari. <laughs> uh, what we? Oh yeah, another Asian circuit that could be on the comeback. Malaysia, Sepang. We lo- I love Sepang. It's great.
0: I'm worried though that this got announced before Hamilton announced he was leaving Merck because this is apparently being funded by Petronas. Yeah, true. And suddenly they've lost their golden boy.
1: Yeah. Well. If you get in Fernando Alonso, then you can suddenly go again, can't you? (laughs) You
0: you just know full well Fernando Alonso trying to chill petroleum. Yeah. And all this, that and the other would be awful. This new Mercedes car that I've got uses petrolous fuel. (laughs) I prefer to run my car on chip fat or something like that. (laughs) uh, Fernando.
1: Yeah, I would love to see Sepang back. But yeah, as you say... It was announced before Hamilton left, so or the rumours that they were trying to come back for announced because Petronas would be completely bank-rolling, bankrolling the whole thing, the project. Um, yeah, it obviously I last, mean, it was, last race, yeah, seventeen, so it would have been ten years.
0: I suppose it's a good way of reducing your tax bill by yeah. fronting a Grand Prix here, because I'm sure Petronas will be one of those. I mean, you look at like a Ramco and things like that, don't you? They've got more money than they know what to do with. Yeah. So it's kind of like, well, why don't we just pay to have a Grand Prix in our back garden?
1: Have a little tax write-off, and then suddenly you've got a Grand Prix in Malaysia as well. So we win.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Speaking but, I mean, of Malaysia. Yeah, we... Carry on.
1: Uh, I don't
0: know where you're going with this.
1: Uh, it's been a... We missed this last week, but you are going to do a little quiz. Oh, no. Because the... Malaysia has been on the F1 calendar since 1999, 1999. Yeah. And ended, obviously, for now in 2017. Yeah. Uh, there have been... How many is that, 12? No, one,
0: two, three. <laughs> What's happened to
1: your maths today? And 11 different winners of the Legion Grand Prix. Okay. You've got a minute, go.
0: <laughs> Eddie Irvine, Michael Schumacher, um, Ricardo, Verstappen, Hamilton, Rosberg, Vettel, uh, Barrichello? No. No, he never won Rosberg. it. Rosberg um, actually never did it either, but there you go. Felipe Massa? Nope. Kimmy Raikkonen, yep. Fernando, yep. Giancarlo,
1: yep. I didn't think of um, that one. Two left. You got thirty seconds. Mika,
0: did I say Mika? Not Hakkinen. David Coulthard, no. Juan Pablo Montoya, nope. Ralph Schumacher. Yeah, he's one of them. Um, Twenty
1: seconds. One left. Come on, one more. <laughs> Mark Webber, nope. no,
0: no. Um,
1: Ten seconds. Oh, you, oh will, you will kick yourself so, if you don't get this.
0: So Schum- Irvine? I already said yeah. Irvine.
1: Five seconds.
0: Schumacher, no. A button? Yes, there you go. And <laughs> oh, a buzzer. <laughs> there you go. Well done. All of them. Oh, I suddenly just remembered that one. I'm, I'm happy with that.
1: If you got Fisichella and Ralph Schumacher, but not Jensen Button.
0: <laughs> did I get Ralph Schumacher? Did yeah, I? I yeah. didn't know he won
1: that. Yeah, that was good.
0: When did he win it? Th- 03?
1: I guess 03, yeah.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, there 3 was go. a wild year, man. Wild. I'm I'm genuinely quite happy for that. The fact they got that at the buzzer. Um, have we got anything else to add, though, Jamie? The last 24 hours, t- well, 48 hours, really have been tumultuous, haven't they? In Formula One. Oh yeah, totally. Have we- has like Sebastian Vettel announced he's returning <laughs> with a car that runs on chip fat or not, something? Not not yet, not
1: yet. Um, one thing I I realize we didn't actually mention. Uh, we didn't mention Alex Albon at all, but I don't see him going to Merck. To be honest,
0: no, no. I think Williams are desperate to continue setting up his yeah. team,
1: and I think his one shot at the proper big team didn't go too great. So I think Mercedes would be less inclined.
0: Here's one final question then for you, Jamie. In terms of raw driver skill, mm-hmm. when do you last think a team had a better lineup than Leclerc and Hamilton for 2025?
1: <sighs> Uh, I know
0: full well, immediately your head went to Hamilton-Rosberg.
1: Yeah, actually my head went straight away to Button-Alonso, but I don't... (laughs)
0: That's out there as well.
1: Um, I do think Hamilton-Rosberg is better, to be honest, than Leclerc-Hamilton. Really? Well, Rosberg's won a championship against Hamilton. Prime Hamilton. Oh, yeah, but... I don't think Was he really
0: his prime in 16? He couldn't start the car.
1: He also, yeah, he wasn't trying very hard for most of
0: the season. Exactly, (laughs) Rosberg barely scraped it still.
1: Yeah, he did drive phenomenally well that year, to be honest. But yeah, I do think Rosberg Hamilton's better. I think uh, obviously Hamilton Alonso, but rookie Hamilton doesn't really count, although he was top straight away. <laughs> exactly, you beat Alonso. Uh, tied.
0: Uh, <laughs> you beat him. The, the championship that not lie, mate.
1: <laughs> uh, who? Well, obviously, people have been saying this to be one of the greatest lines of all time. Not a chance. Prost Center. is oh, yeah. clear. I think Hamilton's had three better teammates than the clear. So yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. We shall. We'll wait and see. But it's it's going to be the best lineup on the twenty twenty five grid, no doubt. Oh, easily. Unless Alonso goes to Red Bull.
0: Yeah. Oh wow, that would. (laughs) I would love to. That's the only team I would like to see Alonso go to, (laughs) just because I'd like to see him try to bully Max and just it, see how oh, that would go It wouldn't now.
1: happen. It would just be an but explosion. Well, I can't
0: work out whether it wouldn't happen or whether Max would fold like a pack of cards immediately. <laughs> it would be one extreme or the other.
1: I think it's a win-win um, for you if that would ever happen.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's why I'd quite have to see happen. There's no, there's no way this ends badly for me, unless they end up with like an unstoppable force that yeah. takes Lewis out every week.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, they just take turns taking health out.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Shocking, shocking. Well, that is going to do us then for our special episode of Knowing Wheel. Uh, We did forget to mention as well, uh, because a couple of you have been asking. Yes, we have already got our lawyers in touch with uh, Matt and Tom Bellingham for nabbing our name. Um, So see you in court, buddy. Um, Next time round, actually, (laughs) exactly. Next time round, you know, actually search up the name of your new show before you just do it. Um, but that... we will we will make sure that knowing wheel reigns supreme over what what was it called
1: wheel 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 the know no
0: or something wheel... no not wheel of knowledge I think
1: wheel I think it was wheel knowledge
0: is it wheel yeah it was wheel knowledge that sounds about right so yeah bunch of frauds over there well they'll be sure
1: you yeah they won't last till hamilton goes to ferrari anyway so no
0: exactly so we'll be we'll (laughs) be good there but thank you all as always so much for listening uh and we'll be back very soon well next week we'll be able to talk about Hass's new car uh and i believe there's a couple more isn't there before the next show yes so good times ahead as 2024 finally splutters into life